You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Dream Lab Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall. Excited to bring you another episode with my cohort, Dan Schifo. What's going on, everyone? Along with his wife, Amanda Schifo. Who's back? We got another same guest, part two. Who's back? This is part two of our interview with Lee Scop. Oh my goodness, that's a blast from the past. <laughs> oh, Thank man. you for not doing that. Oh, that's uh, I was about to do a drum roll. You yes. almost brought back the drum roll. Bringing it back. Oh. Goodness it's great sakes. to be here. It's, it's, it's fantastic. fantastic to be here. Um, Thanks for coming back for another week. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you no, guys we appreciate for it. Me. Thank you guys for also being here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for gracing me with your presence. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and thank you, uh, listeners, for being here. Yeah. yeah, and if you have thank you for listening. If you did not check out part one, please go back and listen to that because there was a lot of great stuff in there. Just as far as we talked about a lot of technical things and yeah. a lot of just good, solid advice for um, if you're what to do in like a creative field and and, and kind of covering like what photography is and what videography is. And I think you you just have you know the bottom line is you have a guy who's been on the road who's you know, been on two tours, you were on a tour with Shine Don, you were on a tour with, you know, Red, uh, yeah. you know, but, but two big, big time tours taking video and, and doing it and, and putting the work in. Um, so I think in, in last week's episode, there was a lot of really great, um, you know, just a lot of really great, um, you know, just advice for anybody who might be interested in any of that kind of field. And, and we said it last week, but, but I'll say it again. Um, you know, just if anybody has, uh, any questions or, or anything like that, reach out to Lee, reach out to us and we'll get it to Lee. Um, but if anyone, you know, has anything else, by all means, reach out to us and, you know, any questions or, or, you know, want some advice or if you guys want to talk videography or, you know, anything about like that, yeah, re- reach out to us and, and, uh, no, just really good advice in that, in that first episode. Yeah, thanks, Lee. So this week we want to focus more on, since last week was more technical and just talking about, <coughs> excuse me, your schedule on tour. Uh, well, what do, what do we want to job, jump off with this week, Dan? Because you had another... Yeah, I just think, um, you know, you... Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Like how we how you guys had met the Sturms in the first place before yeah, we get just, into the Just your relationship with them, you know, with Josh yeah. and Lacey in general. <laughs> Um, and how you met, you, you met, um, you know, became family cause you know, we've had in prior episodes how Josh and Lacey, they work with people who are family, you know, who, yeah. who are, um, but just, it, you know, in that regard, how you became, you know, not only part of team Lacey, cause I don't, I think that's a little superficial too, because you were part of team Lacey before you were part of team Lacey, if that makes sense. That yeah, makes no, sense. I, I get what you mean. Um, you know, you have to be part of team Lacey and then afterwards then you're hired on and you were, you know, so I guess how that whole process kind of went for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sounds like a this, process, but it's a friend, how the whole friendship went. Cause it's a sure. great yeah. story, but it's just, I feel like it's too long. We'd have a part um, three with Lee Scott. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess if you had to answer somebody yeah. very briefly, the abridged, that just, the that abridged, just ran yeah. into you as far as like, oh, yeah. how did you get, notes. how did you get this job? Um, how did I, you get hooked up with yeah, those? I, sure. <clears throat> I'm not going to say what, but I, um, I went through a hard season. It was like 2011. Okay. And, uh, and Ben and I have been friends for a ridiculous, a good amount of years. Yeah. 15, 16 years, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 
which is cool because we've seen a lot in each other's lives and character like grow and just really awesome stuff like <clears throat> you know it's, we're family in a way and it's, it's yeah. awesome and uh and i feel like we're closer now than we've ever been which is cool because that tour i feel like just something cool happened well you can't help but and we've mentioned this in other podcast but and and just in talking to my friends but in that tour environment you're instantly forced to come to a deeper level of relationship with people because people can't hide they can't get away from you whenever they're having a bad day or when you're having a bad day like you've kind of got to confront it yeah whereas in our in our normal everyday quarters yeah in our normal everyday lives like a lot of times you can just avoid people Go home or something. Go home, you know, yeah, but definitely. that's just not an option. Yeah. Go to your tour. bunk. <laughs> right. Slam the curtain, you know? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and uh, so Ben met them prior, like a year or two before, mm-hmm. and just out of friendship, just, they, you know, they all hung out, enjoyed each other, and Ben was helping them with a side project of something, because things not went south, but <clears throat> uh, they needed musicians for certain things, and Ben's like, oh, I'll help out, you know, for this recording, and... uh and every week they would have somewhat of a, I wouldn't say a Bible study. I don't know what it was. I always yeah, told I people it was a Bible it, study, yeah. but we very rarely ever read from the Bible. Yeah. But was that, it was, it was a, it was a, like a, it was a small group essentially. That map? Yeah. Yes. Map. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, uh, map is like M-A-A-P and it was music and artist Mape. alliance of Pittsburgh. Mape. 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 <laughs> Do you, Without the E. You don't yeah. even Do you mape, man? <laughs> Do you even mape? So uh, vape, what do you ask? It's me? a vape. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so map. Um, and that was literally, that was formed out of a music thing from yeah. Josh and his brother, Jason. And that, I'm not going to announce anything cause there's cool stuff about that, but I'll let them, sure. if there's anything to even announce. Right. Um, but Ben invited me and I went through like a really hard emotional time. Not, not when I got there, but I was going through a hard yeah. emotional time and he invited me and I thought, Oh, maybe this is lacy and that, but that's not why I went. I, he just invited me to something and I was like, I need to do something. I need to do it. So I went and <clears throat> I walk in and I see Josh and I see Jason. And I didn't really notice Lacey because she was like back. This is their old house, like three houses ago because they rented one between it. And it was in Pittsburgh on the mountain. And <laughs> Lacey's, she's shorter. <laughs> so I didn't notice her because the kitchen, like she was all the way in the back. And, and just I felt this connection to Jason first and then Josh and they're great guys. Uh, really, really good guys. And, um, and then Lacey came over and I met her and it was cool. And, um, I'm going to bring my faith a little bit into this. Like, sure. you know, I'm Christian. Um, what? Yeah, I know. Right. Not allowed. I, <laughs> I love Jesus. On the dream love podcast. I love Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and I was really seeking at that sure. time. And, uh, to were me you in my time? life, were you, were you seeking more at that time too? I think I'm always seeking, but I think there's seasons I notice it more. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely one of them. Uh, I was just like really hurt and like, I want something real. I don't know what that is. I just want something real. And I grew up, you know, Catholic and this and that. And I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about Catholic. I'm just saying in my life, I've not had good relationships in church. Sure. And, uh, and I felt disconnected from God too. I felt like it was like, what can I do to be close to God? And really it's the opposite. What did Jesus do for me to be close to him? You know? And um, <clears throat> anyway, this is the first time I met Josh and Lacey and Jason even. And I think Jolene was there and, uh, and obviously Ben was there, which is awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, we just hung out and I think it was a Christmas party. We had that either that time or the time after we played white elephant, which I've never played and I won the Applebee's gift card. So I was pretty happy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the first time I realized, cause this was weekly once a week that this happened. Yeah. 
And I started uh, feeling like, wow, these are real Christians. Not because who they were. Like, I knew who Lacey was from the past like on the radio, like, who's this girl screaming? This sounds so good. But like, I wasn't a screaming. Big, and I, don't, <laughs> I don't mean this in a, in yeah, a yeah. negative way, but I wasn't a, I liked it, but I wasn't really a fan. So yeah. I didn't go in being like, oh, it's Lacey. Yeah, sure, sure. Like, I think I love what they do now more. Yeah. And the music of the Flyleaf one, you know, playing old Flyleaf. I love that now. But yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, I started feeling like. You didn't like, come in like kind is, of starstruck eyes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, right. it was a little bit cool. I was like, no, it's kind of sure. cool. Sure. I mean, honestly, same thing for me too, because I knew of Kairos before yeah. I knew. Yeah. Which is Jason Jason and Josh's band uh, before I knew of Flyleaf. Right, right. And so I was a little slightly more starstruck to meet by Josh, 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 and, Lacey. And, Josh Jason. and uh Jason rather than Lacey. And then only after the fact, whenever I looked up Flyleaf, cause I had heard the name, but when I looked up that their all around me video had like well, tens of millions of views yeah. and I was like, wow, this is actually a huge band. If you remember the old podcast, I'm, I'm almost positive that, that Josh even said he was more starstruck to meet the, the guitarist for Flyleaf because <laughs> because they wanted to talk gear. Right. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they had a yeah, good I conversation about gear. All they wanted gear. to do was talk gear. Like, that was it. And it wasn't well, just they're really, it was a guitarist. They're really so. similar guitar players in the sense right. that, like, they focus on effects a lot. So. Right. <laughs> which is, you know, it's you know it's not just because he's, he just because he wanted to talk gear, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and, Go um, on, I'm sorry. And, and in my mind, and, and just, they're really loving people. Like, yeah. I just felt the love of God. And, like, in my mind, this was the thought was these are the first real Christians I ever met. I'm not saying that's fully true, but that's what I noticed. It's just the feeling that you had and whenever yeah. you, yeah, yeah. And and then like just hanging out and sure. growing in friendship. And I was really broken back then, but growing in friendship, um, <clears throat> I felt like I became born again. Like I, 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 I knew God, but I, I never gave my life fully to him, even though I thought I did. And I really felt like I did. And there was just cool things out of that. So it was a very spiritual journey our friendship came out of our relationship with Christ and with people. And it was really great. And Lacey's like a spiritual mother to me and a really good friend, you know, a sister to me. And, uh, and Josh, I feel like we've even grown closer since I started working for him. But anyway, this being said, you know, I've known them for five years. They've seen me make mistakes and make good decisions and this and that. And like, they've always had a love to just accept me as I am. And then I went, you know, I've been all over the country. I've been over the country somewhat before these tours and lived other places and just seeking and exciting. And, and I went to a school of worship in Chicago area with Lacey's sister and other people because of Lacey actually. And, yeah. And it was really good. And like, I became, you know, spirit filled, baptized in the Holy spirit and this and that. And it was really awesome. So God was changing my life drastically, but even after the spiritual, not want to say after the spiritual stuff, but even after the maturity or the growth in that, he started working on my character. Yeah. Like even like skill and stuff, like not my talents, but like making good decisions. And Josh has been like substantial or if that's even the right word, he's been um, really rudiment to that in my life, especially recent. Like he, he has a lot of good knowledge and he's very good with this stuff. And, you know, I didn't really grow up with that fully. I grew up with someone already doing that, but not teaching me how to do that. And, um, Anyway, I went to that school, I came back, and I finished where I left off college. Yeah. For five years, I left off college, like, and I, it always haunted me, and then I went back, and I did amazing, surprisingly amazing. Where, like, where did you go? What did you study? So, I'm not saying, but no. I'm, I'm going to say where I finished, yeah. Okay. I went yeah. to IUP 
Indiana yeah. University of Pennsylvania, which Dan and Amanda are from. That's where we met. I, 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 oh, I, like I, crap. I, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> trying to lead in, but I was just Watch trying to, like, volume. what did you study? What, but, you know, but obviously, like, videography and, yeah. I yeah. mean, I wasn't trying to lead in, but, yeah, I just, you got your degree there for video, like, to do this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and yes. communications media. And, yes. And then the thing that I had to do to finish, this goes into where I got the job. The thing I had to do to finish, you have to do an internship. And the school has like ones already affiliated that people and students have done from Pittsburgh to all over the country and sometimes around the world. And, and it counts as credits, but you have to do it in the last, you have to do it in the summer for, for my department. For some reason, it has to be the summer, which isn't that freeing. Cause if you don't get the one you want, you have to choose one instead of, Oh, I can do it then. Um, anyway, and there was a long process and I talked to Josh and Lacey about interning with them. I don't know what that fully looked like. I don't think they knew what jobs I wanted, but it was like a social media concept of making maybe Instagram videos or stuff. So this is last summer and I got it approved by the school and I was so excited because I thought they're going to be like, no, nah, that's bull crap. That mm. doesn't count. But <coughs> I had to fight for it because there was times it didn't look like it was going to happen. I had to fight the school for it. Like Josh and you were fighting Josh IUP. and Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> Down with the school. No, no, great school. Great school. Just just to get the internship. Just to get the internship. To get it approved, or else I would have had to choose something last minute that might have not even been important <laughs> in any manner. Because what I didn't yeah. want to oh, do, yeah. I didn't want to go into like it's a great field. But I really <laughs> it, my heart's not broadcasting. I like <laughs> interviews. I like that stuff, but it's break my heart. I no, don't want to do <laughs> I don't want to do news stories because I feel like I don't like <laughs> the news. I like interviews and sports and art. I like art. I want to yeah. do art. Yeah. Whether well, that's more creativity, it's more driven by like, what can I do with this? Is Whereas like a broadcast, it's like, there's, there's a format. Yeah. Very little you can do to get outside of that. Which format. I actually like that too. <clears throat> yeah. But I just don't like something that doesn't help people grow. I feel like news just, it's important to know, but I feel like TV news is not where it should be in any manner. I feel yeah. like there's better. News well, sources I mean, essentially TV. it's similar to music too, in the sense of like, I'm sorry, I'm not, I, I'm not bashing it. I You're think good. that there's good things that you know about it that Go I ahead. don't No, see. no, it's well, there's, there, it's similar to like, like a band getting started. Like sure. if you want to go out and play easy gigs and make money, right. be a cover band and play at bars. Totally. And it's easy. You don't it's, have to learn your, you, don't, you learn other band songs. It's, you learn other band songs. You can play every weekend and make a killing. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be an original band, you actually have to be good and unique. Yeah, it, it that do. takes a lot to more do. To start a Very hard band. to do. Yeah. That's yeah. developing skills and songwriting too, and creativity, and and you're above your instrument alone. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but right. like with that, and I'm not saying there's everything bad in broadcasting. I just want to clarify that because no, you're good. there is. I watch things at times, and there's things I like, and I understand why they do it. I just I think news is the biggest thing, not sports, but news. I just don't like it. Yeah. Um, and it just depresses me, so I don't watch it. Uh, I find out sad things from other sources that I know right. are important to learn. Uh, because just imagine you being, on it. I just imagine you being a video broadcast video guy and you're just like frowning tonight we're talking about how many tears should you cry within 10 minutes the answer may surprise you we should start a second podception Podception. <laughs> Podception. So, um, so you got the internship. You were fighting IUP. I'm so happy. And then Josh and Lacey, we're getting ready for the tour that we have a shine down a two and a half, two and a half week tour, I think, or three it was a couple of weeks. It was three yeah. weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> Which doesn't seem long. And that seemed really long to me then, but it, I loved it. And I did it. I did amazing. And, but this tour was even longer and I actually liked it too. I liked it more, but it was so much different. But the, um, I did that. And Josh after said, 
Actually, Podception podcast already exists. I'm sorry. I just (laughs) wrote that up really quick. You You just ruined our dreams. Just the Dream Law podcast. You just ruined our dreams. I totally just butted in there. (laughs) He he loudly diminished that. Oh, man. Your dream was already a dream. I'm looking them up on Facebook. (laughs) Keep going. He's going to start listening to another podcast while we're podcasting. You said that... this tour was different. You you did a month and a half run just now. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe 15 or so shows roughly estimated. Yeah, then. And, and then you did three weeks and, you know, a handful of shows were shined down and you said that it was different. I, I guess, what did you like about both? What, you know, what did you like about both? How was it different? What did you learn from that? It? I would love to answer that in a minute. I'm just going to finish this. But. You answer it now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, good. Oh, Okay. No. Um, yeah, no, good. Uh, oh, yeah, about I the internship. Um, yes, okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> pr- professor? <laughs> um, so. The internship. The internship was yeah. great. I did it, and Josh said, um, right. did a lot better than I thought you would. Not thinking that I would do bad, but. That was after the Shinedown he, one, he's right? He's seen other people go on tour and probably not do well. Not yeah. musicians, but just. He's had a lot of years in touring. So he's, he's saying, as far as like people. <laughs> I think as people just being on tour and not on tour handling, and handling it, well. it and yeah. doing yeah. well and doing my job sure. as well, even though I didn't fully, we didn't fully know what my job fully was at that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, intimidating. Yeah. I think it, it is for Josh too, yeah. and Lacey are really good. Um, they're friends first, but they're yeah, really right. good bosses. And um, so with that said, yeah. you know, I would, after tour, I went home and I was working in a, a where uh, a shop, a grinding shop for uh, industrial shredders. Yeah. Mm. And, and things that the mafia can use to kill people. So oh boy. that's a joke, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, just, just to say that. Um, a great job it was for what I needed. And it was long, but it wasn't what my passion was. I just needed to do it. And then on random times, Josh and Lacey would be like, hey, do you want to come and film this? So they brought me to New York for the weekend. It was an acoustic show. And I loved <coughs> it because my parents are from Long Island, Brooklyn and all that. that and uh, we were on Long Island and it was just fantastic. And, you know, I got to do that with my friends. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a fun weekend. And then um, and then you would do random other things. But after a while, Lacey started... I'm not going to get into what it is. Sure, sure. She started talking to me about something she's passionate and wants to make. Okay. Yeah. And that's where I'll leave that. Sure. Um, and I got... I talked to her and I was like, I would like to be full-time. Yeah. And she was actually really happy. Mm-hmm. She was really happy that... Like, it's not that they didn't want to offer it. I think that she... She wanted... She wants me to have the freedom to, to choose what I want. Sure. Mm. And, and then if she and Josh agree, then they'll pray about it and mm-hmm. think about it yeah. and agree and they hired me. And that's what happened. Yeah. Essentially, that's what happened. And and we were talking about this, whatever we're doing and, yeah. uh, and going on tour to do it. So like social media, again, was part of it. Sure. But that wasn't the majority. Um, and I'll leave that up to her. But yeah, right. It was, I don't know, full time and I love it. So it was yeah. just awesome. And it's my, like coming out of school having this job right away. I know people get jobs for internships and some get great ones, but most people come out of school and I'm sorry, this is just reality. Have to work really hard to get a job that they actually went to school for sometimes. Yeah. Like I think that that's, there's a good percentage of that. That's we, true. We've talked yeah. about that a lot on the podcast. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, when it, when it comes to school, I think it's important for people to keep in mind that like a lot, of, a lot of times a lot of different degrees that you can get do not actually prepare you to step in and do a job. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're for 
I mean, a lot of a lot of those degrees are just kind of scratching the iceberg of your curiosity and making you aware of what's possible in a field. And then the hard work begins. Right. So you have you have to compare and contrast like. I feel like colleges do a really bad job of this. It's in in general, and I'm sure it depends on the college you go to, but um, you need you need to really think about does it make sense for me to get all this debt in a certain field mm. with what I'm going to be able to make sure. on the other side of this and really weigh the cost of that because, I mean, the the constant battle that you're fighting in creative fields, and, and I face this as well, yeah. is... How can I, how can I start off at the bottom doing something creative that I love, but still pay the bills? <laughs> because so so often, to pay the bills, you wind up getting enticed by these other jobs that can pay you more money in yeah. the in the short term. But the more you do those jobs, the more you're taking time away from being oh, yeah. able what to you spend do, right. what you want to do, what you want to be, and oh, so yeah, that totally. becomes farther and farther away. Like that's yeah, and it's scary. Um, and sometimes that is what you have to do, and you're so blessed and get a. I don't want to say a break, like it just randomly happened because sometimes things don't happen. Right. But well, but, to get, to get a break, you need to work hard. Yeah. And oh, you need yeah. to work at that thing or else you're going to break somewhere else that might not technically be a break. Yeah. But it, anyway, with that, that's awesome. But with, the, uh, that's a good point. I mean, but with that said, um, I got to do what I love. Um, and I love music and stuff. And I know someday I really hope to pursue stuff in that, but and playing in that, but, um, I just got to do what I love and a lot of work, long days sometimes, but isn't anything you're passionate about? Like you put yourself into it and you want to create something. So like, I'm really blessed to be able to do what I love instead of having the work jobs like, and there's seasons for that, but having the work jobs that might take you away from like what Ben was saying, might take you away from actually what you want to do with your life. Right. Yeah. Um, and to answer, um, Dan's question about how the first tour and the second tour and how they're yeah, different. Yeah. Um, I think I stepped into my role as a videographer um, and I'm still learning. You mean always on the second growing. one? Yeah, on the second okay. one. And like school taught me a lot, but it taught me theory. What actually gave me experience and understood, even though I thought I knew stuff, was actually getting my hands on the camera, doing it, just doing it. Not, getting thrown into not the having fire. an education. And YouTube's a beautiful place. You can Google mm -hmm. anything, even about editing. I got way better at editing too. And I, it's hard to say which one I'm better at because I love both. But mm -hmm. um but I learned experience from Josh, from tour, not just how to be a human being on tour, which actually I would love to talk about in a minute about the sure. professional side, but about, about how to understand, like, I know this camera and I know what outside forces, like the lighting from the sun or inside darkness and then lights bright at a show. Or sometimes maybe the, the show might handle, have terrible right? lighting. Yeah. Wherever it is. And I have to know? compensate for that and yeah. try to find the best way to make it best before I even edit it mm -hmm. and try to make it better. Mm -hmm. Or the um, shots or... Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've learned a lot of firsthand. Like I've, I've been schooled by experience and I'm still being schooled by experience and it's awesome. And, uh, and it's tough, but awesome. And it's good. <laughs> and some days it's easier and some days it's like, oh, I feel so relaxed because this, this one amazing. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I got faster and better at this. Um, so the first tour was... There was direction, but it wasn't so focused that I had to be specifically doing certain things all yeah. the time. Uh, I got way more professional the second time. And um, the second one was harder because it was longer. But there was a lot of amazing perks. We had a, a full tour bus this time that Josh <laughs> yeah. uh, and Lacey blessed us with. Um, 
and we got to see the country even more mm-hmm. and um, in places I've never been, which is cool. And I've gotten better work habits. I mean, I've, I want to say with that said, I like both tours. I feel like they're both important. I can't say one's better than the other. Sure. I feel like the rite of passage was the second tour. Mm-hmm. And I made a lot of mistakes on the second tour. And that's when in episode one, I was talking about just being prepared. Sometimes to become prepared, you have to make mistakes. Sure. To understand how to be prepared. And uh, Josh and Lacey, I'm really grateful to have them as my friends and bosses. Um, and I don't want to take advantage of that ever. So they're just, they've been so graceful with me when I made mistakes and I was just 100% wrong. And I learned things from that. I learned about timing. I learned about putting aside your personal life some days, just doing what you're there for. Because ultimately you're there for a reason. They love to have you around. They want to spend time with you. But you're there for a reason too. And if you don't do that, so it's like balancing your time and everything. And um, I've learned a lot of hard but good lessons this tour. And um, even about my personality and like just really good things. And I feel like I've grown a lot and matured a lot. And also I'm on a good path to even get better at my job. But even all around just be a better person at business, as friends, at, at communication, at networking. You know, like networking is important. So the second tour just has blessed me a lot in a lot of ways. And um, and I just want to say this to anyone who's listening who thinks it's just about the work. It's not. It's also about who you are. I say that because it's really important who you are. And um, just remain humble and also bite your tongue sometimes. And people can be wrong what they say about you, but just think about it at least to see is, is that wrong or is that right? Or is there something I could grow in? Um, I sound kind of quiet and simple about this and fragile because it's just, it definitely is a testimony. It's, it's, it was hard, but it was good. And then it was easy. And then I've gotten better at coming through challenges because of it. And I've gotten, I became a better person. So I think that's all I could say about that. What, um, well, we're going to dig, dig in more. To yeah. Have you say more about it? Oh, no, that's you? fine. I just, <laughs> off the top of my head, that's all I can think of. You just got, you just got a whole yeah. week's worth of quotes on there. Yeah. Uh, I like that. No. Um, what did you learn? You, you know, you learned from the first tour to the second tour. What did you learn about professionalism from the first tour to the second tour? Because I'm sure <laughs> the first time you were out on the road, uh, was probably a little different than the second time you, you've, you've been through it one time already, the second time you go out, what did you learn about professionalism? I think managing your time is very important. Yeah. (laughs) That is probably the biggest thing about like the actual, just talking about the work, managing your time. In terms of like shoot, shooting, recording, storing. Yeah. Everything. Because like, uh, Ben told me this quote before. I like his, uh, he's very philosophical and I really like that. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is the purpose? Um, he, because he would say, um, <clears throat> I want you to say it. It's that thing about time. The, the amount of time <laughs> you give it is the amount of time that you receive. Oh, that's, um, I mentioned that before in our Life Hacks uh, episode. I can't believe I remember that off the top of my head. Wow. It's, I believe it's episode six, maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. Parkinson's law, different than Parkinson's disease, but Parkinson's law says that. <laughs> I always have to say that, though, wow. because that's instantly yeah. where people go in their minds. Yeah. yeah. That's the, an unrelated very, person. Sure. Yeah. Right. A but, different Parkinson's. Different yeah. Part of the Parkinson's family, I guess. I don't know. I just, yeah, go on. I mean, yeah. they did a lot to society and good and... Well, they didn't well, do anything wrong to society. No. Yeah. Well, the person who used their name did something wrong right. to them. Yeah. 
Um, but a different. But yes. Par- Parkinson's law states that the amount of time that you give to a said task will be the amount of time it takes to complete. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so that essentially means that if you if you have ten months to do something, yeah. Oftentimes, unless you really push yourself, it's gonna take you ten months to do that. Sure. Whereas if you have an impossibly small amount of time to get something done, somehow you're gonna get it done. It winds up getting done. And yeah. you can you can either fall victim to that or you can hack that in your brain and self-impose timeline or sure, deadlines deadlines on yeah. yourself so that you can get things done at a much quicker pace than you would think possible. Like yeah. recording a month and a half's worth of episode in three weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While balancing. Yes. Yeah. And, and with that, with that being said, sometimes you got to think... I think it's very circumstantial. I mean, there's definitely a, this is solid. And then within that, you put that in what your circumstances are. Um, and so I, I'm just going to be real on tour. I didn't realize I didn't have some skills and I'm literally being schooled in business firsthand, which sure. is great. Yeah. And that's why I, it was hard because I, I didn't have these skills. I went for media and not, yeah, right. not being a boss, but yet these are skills I, I should take and I want. Somebody mentioned and, that on um, a prior episode too. Yeah. I can't remember who, maybe Josh, and, Josh Doran, possibly. I'm sorry, go on. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't give it as much time some days because I was like, I'm in a beautiful city. I've never been here. And I made up any excuse in my mind to be like, well, that's why the other person doesn't understand that it's hard for me to work. But that's not even the case. It's like, I should have been more professional about that. And I totally have gotten a lot better since that day. Um, but I would be like also trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? Part of being here is to get B-roll as well Yeah, of the cities and areas that you can't get at home. And, um, but there's days like I was talking and like, that just wasn't priority to, uh, Josh and Lacey, but yet that was also priority on tour as part of something. So it's like counting and being like, well, what days can I do that? What cities are worth it? And will I be able to have time on that? And I also have to work around Lacey's schedule. Like, and it wasn't the same schedule every day. I mean, she is amazingly busy and she has a will that is ridiculous, like in a good yeah. way. Um, Cause she has to take care of her kids and she has other people helping, but she loves her kids. She, like she purposely wants to go out of the way because she, her kids aren't burdens to her. She doesn't believe in that. And that's awesome sure. because she's, uh, I mean, I don't know how I'd raise my kids. I just know, like I, I look up to some things from them and, um, yeah. and then she does school. And, and she does a show and she's pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Through all of it. She's pregnant doing tour. So going to school, yeah. raising kids. And there's times like in yeah. any relationship, there's arguments. And I feel like sometimes I'm right. And it's not about right and wrong, but it's always, it always seems like she's right. Not because of her. Just she honestly says a lot of right things that I'm like, oh, wow. Well, she's really, she's really well thought about the things she talks about. Yeah. So she, yeah. she, in that intellectual way, um, you kind of think about it at the end and yeah, you're like, you know she, what? She's normally approaching <laughs> yeah. a conversation from a lot of thought being put into it. So yeah, she's yeah. really deep and it's, it's really awesome. So like, I'm not saying anything bad because we have arguments sure, or, or intimidating has, depending on the conversation yeah. you're having. <laughs> any, any relationship has arguments. That's a, that's a healthy thing to work through that together. 
because everyone's different. So well, not as much argument, but even a conversation with somebody yeah. is like, well, you know, I, mean, I don't mean like you're yelling. Sure, sure. But just a conversation. Opinions. Different opinions. Yeah, yeah. right. All right. And now that we're talking about this, I want to, I want to, I want to dive into this more because this is one of the big questions I wanted to ask you. So when you're, yeah. when you're working for a client, how do you balance, you know, what their vision is along with what you know you need to do to get, to get the completed project? Because sometimes, sometimes what the client wants to do isn't what's, isn't what makes sense to get the project done. Like they may be passionate about doing a certain thing, but you may know in your head because you're the professional, that's 10% of the work I need to get done on this thing. Yeah. So is there any advice you could give listeners or anything you learned as far as like, um, how do you balance that with the client to keep them happy? Because you need to keep them happy to keep a job. I think it depends on the client um, and it depends on your reputation Yeah, and it depends on your relationship with your client. That's really yeah. well said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Cause yeah, that's I have a friendship <laughs> with them. They're family to me. Like, sure. When I say friendship, I literally mean family. Um, and I've learned with them is like everyone has good, everyone has needs and that's good. That's good because everyone should have needs even in work, like people have needs. Um, and I've learned that when I started, I would be like, well, that makes no sense. Like I'm looking at like, as if like someone, would you, would you say that or would you think that I would think that? And then sometimes I'd say things and I was like, I probably should have thought about that before I said it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, and that goes with anyone. Like I should have thought that, um, before I actually expressed it, but, it's like someone looking at something from like a theoretical side and be like, does not compute. I know all about love, but I don't know love. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You can't, you need the experience. I'm not even just talking work experience. You need to experience love and friendship and other things Mm -hmm. like genuinely. And, um, I'm losing place again. Edit out when I lose place. (laughs) All right. Rephrase the question real quick. Well, basically how do you, how do you keep the client happy with what oh, they okay. want to do while keeping in mind, like what you need to do to get them the finished product? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I guess another way of rephrasing it is you could go on both sides of the extreme and only do what your client asks you to. But if you deliver a product that doesn't measure up, they're not going to be happy. They're not going to be happy. The, yeah. yeah. So, and on the other side, you could always tell your client that's not right. Like my, my way is the best way to get this done. And then there, you might deliver a good product, but they won't be, they won't be happy, happy with through the process. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to burn bridges. Um, also, yeah. So this is a good art to learn. Um, <laughs> a delicate because, art to learn. Yeah. Cause it's all, every situation is different and you get experience from each situation. Um, so don't be afraid to fail basically. Yeah. But, um, to try to do your best, um, I would say like with me, I'd, I don't mean this like just blindly do something, but with Lacey, I've learned how to communicate and how to understand and how to talk and have a, I don't know if you have a great memory, but have a a notepad or something and write down every idea they have, even if you think it's stupid. And I don't think she has dumb ideas. I think she has ideas that from an editing standpoint, it doesn't make sense and just write it down. But it's the idea that they have. Yeah. Whoever it is, you know, whoever it is and write it down and do it and present that. And if you have anything with it, 
feel free to talk about it or talk about beforehand. Like, I don't know if that'll work, but if you really would like that, I, I will honor you in that. I will do that. Uh, however you want to say that. Yeah. Sure. Um, and, or you could have your idea in the back of your mind, but you could do their idea. Yeah. And I say do it first. Cause the worst thing is doing yours. And them not being like, happy oh, I, I haven't noticed that you didn't listen to anything I said and you yeah. didn't value that. I actually hadn't a view and you didn't tell me why you thought that it wouldn't have worked anyway. You could have made both, basically. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> very, very biblical, some of the stories that talk about that. Like, you should have done something with it. Right. Instead of just hold on to it. And that person and, uh, that was in charge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not um, good. Because <laughs> the person who does right will get more in, in some yeah. sense. And um, so that, I learned, is really important. Make sure you understand the communication you have with your, your client, your boss, your job. And have you have to basically be a great showman. I don't mean like you're acting, but you need to have like people skills, work skills. And if you don't, don't feel bad. Just gain it. Just do it somehow. Just gain it. Yeah. Put yourself in awkward, not horrible, but in situations that will feel awkward. You can and, do, I mean, you can do so many, you could do so many things, simple things that can just make you a better people person without, yeah. cause I, I, honestly don't even really consider myself a people person because I'm not like a salesman type or I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm yeah. not somebody that's just naturally going to light up a room. I think of like people like Tom Gaskin, who's gone on a few tours with us great. before. Yeah. He's just naturally good with people. Sure. But I think one thing that I do well is I, I listen to people yeah. and mm-hmm. like I can give them feedback. I can like point out things that they're doing well and just simple things like telling somebody like, Oh, I like this thing that you did or sage advice. Right. Remembering, remembering somebody's name and saying it is a huge thing. Yeah. Hey there, you. And I'm bad with names. So I'm working on that right now. Well, you got that pen and notepad that you can keep on. That's true. That's right. Like, hi, my name's Randy. And just don't talk to them and write their name on a piece of paper right in front of the face. I'm going to sketch you. So I remember your name. Yeah. I I think Dale Carnegie from that book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, he, he talked about in there that he was terrible at remembering names and when he was taking a sales job the person that was training him was like you need to you need to get better at this (laughs) and so what he literally would have to do is as soon as he met somebody he would mentally just say their name over and over until he had a chance to write down on a piece of paper and then people would be like how are you so good at remembering names and he wasn't yeah he just like would would focus on doing that so just little Simple things go a long way yeah. as far as that goes. Did you understand a word I said? No, but I know your Nobody name is Bill. Words yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You understand the words that are coming I out of my mouth? I mean, it's really crazy how much business revolves around Rush that. Out. And You're right. And I've seen it in my days as a chemist at Alcoa and especially in the music industry and creative fields where a lot of business meeting, biz, yeah, yeah, air quotes, business sure. meetings <laughs> are asking about, hey, how are the kids doing? Like, how are your parents? Definitely. Like, how's that vacation home? How's this? Or you're getting it a little bit of a deeper level. And you're like, right. how's the and weather? Like, <laughs> right. Well, an hour long business meeting is 50 minutes of that and 10 minutes of, oh, so what this the thing. actual is. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that, that's, it revolves around relationships with people. So I think without that element, you cannot succeed. No, as, and, a, um, as a self-employed entrepreneur or win friends, friends or influence people. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you're not necessarily mm-hmm. doing things to, I want favor with people, but I mean, there's a two-sided, it's a two-sided knife. Uh, and I'm, I don't know if I'm using that term right, but double bladed, Sword. which means yeah. that there's a use on both sides of it, the right. business side and the friendship side. Well, you do have to be genuine. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. be fake. I've seen right. people that, 
I just can't read long posts because I, I see people that put even about dating, like they're just putting <laughs> a thing like I theoretically and I'm like, just go talk to a girl. Don't think about everything. Just yeah. do it. I mean, there's times to think about certain situations, but just do it. I think the problem is you're thinking about it and you're not you're not letting yourself get into a place that you actually connect with people. Right. Nike um, was on to something. Yeah. yeah. Well, so many people that have the theories are the ones that aren't doing it. Well, isn't, yeah. isn't the old saying goes, and nothing against teachers because teachers are important, but the saying is, those that can't do teach. Yeah, I yeah. think it's called yeah. rock. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he well, that. he does say that in there, yeah. but it's, it's, it's true. Though. It's an older, it's an older saying. Um, we love our teachers. So. <laughs> yeah, we love ourselves. I know. I know. I know. Well, table, my mom. Man. I mean, I'm you. And my mom. Great. We had Mike Bowen on the podcast. I'm He's now. a teacher too. Teaching, well, hey, teaching yeah, is a right. skill because yeah. teaching is it's a skill. It's easy to know something if you already know, but how do you expressively teach that in a way that it's yes, sure? Because every student's different, so it is challenging. Yeah. And it's I'll wonderful. think of a better analogy next time. It is true, though. I insulted broadcasting. You insulted teaching. We're all we're all over the place right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna um, end before I get insulted about my about my work. Lee no. photographers, videographers, how dare you? No. I'm joking. Um What was it like for you? You know, you're you're on tour, you're um, you know, and, and I always think about this, you know, and, and we've kind of said it in the past. You know, here you are, you're on tour, you're on your second tour. Um, but you don't ever know if there's gonna be a third one. You don't ever know if there's you know, how did you yeah. take time to um, you know, kind of enjoy it too. You're in, you're in the mode, but how did you take time to enjoy it and realize that, Hey, I'm out here on tour. No, mm. Not a lot of people get this opportunity. And I don't know if there's going to be a third, like, I hope there's a third one, but I don't know if there's going to be a third um, one. Two things. It kind of goes along with the networking. Like I like people in general. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going to network or make friends and both is kind of networking anyway. I made a lot yeah, of friends yeah, around right. the country that, that kind of might guarantee, might, might almost guarantee a job in case of I ever, I'm not talking about leaving Josh and Lacey. I'm just meaning like in the field I'm in, it may be really cool. And I may be able to move if that's what I'm supposed to do, call on this and that. So, I mean, that's, that's one side of that, like, but that's enjoying people too. So that's like part of the tour. I enjoyed people. Most of the time I enjoyed people. You need your own time sometimes, but um, yeah, it was hard to stop because I got, you get in work mentality and then sure. you're like, you forget that you're a human and you forget to eat and then you end up eating way later and just you're not happy sometimes or you forget to go get food first in the morning so you can think because you need that energy and that substance in your body to not be like angry <laughs> um so but that's like personal life stuff but then i was like i'm in seattle yeah, how do you take um, that in where you're there and you're and you're in seattle and working and and yeah you said you like you need to go around but you still have to you know, you're in a working yeah environment, um, but you still have to kind of soak it in to if to an extent. Well, the good news is I basically get paid, even though I'm doing other things. I basically get paid to you got paid travel <laughs> and get video of the city. So sure. technically, if I have the time to do that, you're going it's to the kind space of for needle. me <laughs> and not them, even though it is for them. Right, right. Um, sure, sure. And you're getting, getting shots to the city too. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Explore the culture and things that are way different. The, America is so, I'll just speak for America alone. It's so beautifully diverse. Speaking I didn't for America. realize it. Yeah. Like yeah. even areas of the country doesn't look like it's part of this continent. Yeah. Like it's, it's very, just, yeah. Oh, it is so amazing. I know people hear stereotypes. Stereotypes are kind of funny because there's some truth to it, but it's not, it's not truth. Like shut up about the stereotypes because 
Shut up about the yeah. stereotypes. Shut up, shut up about <laughs> the stereotypes. That's right. That's what I mean. Because shut up about the stereotypes. Shut up about the stereotypes. If you put those in the way, you're going to not enjoy the culture, the people, and the landscape. And why would you want to go away being like, well, the people suck, but the landscape was great. Never want to move there. Like, people can believe whatever they want. Right. I care about beliefs, but people can believe whatever they want because sure. we're not supposed to control people. Yeah. And I really fell in love with California. I know people joke about it all the time if they have certain views, and and I can understand those jokes because I I'm guilty too at times. Yeah, you guys sang honestly, the after Phantom moving, Planet song, oh, we actually did sing California sang the Phantom, Phantom Planet. Planet yeah, we did. Not, not yeah. a sponsor, and maybe uh, they will be. <laughs> just saying, if they're still around, I don't even know. <laughs> um, California, yeah, oh, we had a fun time singing that. Um, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, if if enjoying what's around you, and you have to work finding out how can i enjoy this while working and actually i got the camera technically i should go around the city i can enjoy that or some days i was like i don't want a camera at all so i mean you could always have a backup or something in case because you never know what you might run into and you're like whoa um so always have something on you if you can but i'm not my camera and but that's my job to have and i'm never i feel like i'm a ghost and not in the video and this and that and (laughs) so that's something to deal with but that's something to be okay Mm -hmm. with because I can connect. You, you got to choose wisely those times. It might be a week till you get a time like that. Yeah. And uh, you got to be okay with that and know that, no, this is part of being an adult. Don't feel like you're missing out and don't feel like you're an outcast. You're not. Know who you are. Be stable in it and then enjoy the city. And like, if you get time to do it, like Seattle was definitely one of those cities. Why'd you like Seattle? It felt so different. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It was the whole, I've never been on the West Coast before that and it was like everything i've ever known was like thousands of miles away Hmm. you you learn about places on tv and that but it is not the same what i make is not the same as being there like i i love what i do and i'm not insulting what i do but you've seen movies now you're like that's beautiful but when you get there it doesn't matter if you have a phone in you or something that phone won't be on too long yeah (laughs) like you'll be like these mountains my yeah. God, what is this? Yeah. And you just get blown away by something, whether it's the city or people or landscape and the the vibe and the feel. And um, you really get to enjoy that. And you know better. And then you come home and like you love your, your family and that. And but like you talk about these places and they're like, yeah, but well, that place is this. But like kind of stinks because, you know, it's not like that fully. You know, there's people like that. But it's not like that. Was, was Seattle the one that, that stuck out to you the most? Well, one of my favorite bands recorded there, and there's reasons Is it why. Nirvana? Anna, no, 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 no. It's Amberlynn, who are actually from Florida, but they recorded two of their albums there with uh, Aaron Sprinkle, I think. That's his name. Jay, or, there's two brothers, but one of them is the Sprinkle. <laughs> Sounds funny. I was Sprinkle. <laughs> um, and. Uh, and he's an amazing producer and he's actually done a lot of famous albums, especially for Tooth and Nail Records and Christian mm-hmm. bands, but he's done mm-hmm. it even for other bands. And uh, he used to be in the band Dead Poetic. I think he was the lead oh, singer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those guys and, were awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And his brother's drummer, uh, Jesse Sprinkle. I always confuse the two. I think Aaron Sprinkles. Is, yeah. Like, I think someone have ice cream. With Sprinkles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Rainbow Sprinkles, correct? There's no other sprinkles. Uh, Your I answer can, is wrong I've been, if it's I've not Rainbow Sprinkles. I've been dinosaur sprinkles. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like T-Rex is on your ice cream? Honestly, that does not happen. Uh, honestly, for me, I go with vanilla with chocolate sprinkles. Oh, come on, Because ben. I like the chocolate. You like Rainbow Sprinkles? Well, I like chocolate. You're fist bumping. You guys get fist bumping. I mean, right? I don't like the chocolate sprinkles, but I can admire that well, he will put sprinkles on vanilla. I, I'm just saying that 
I prefer the taste of chocolate in the sprinkles more than I do the chocolate yes. ice cream. Mm. Yeah, but are you talking about cho- are you talking about actual sprinkles or are you talking about Jimmy's? Because there's a difference between what? the two. Wait, hold on She's a, a liar. Don't listen to Jimmy's what is a slang. There's a difference. No. All, Jimmy's? all Jimmy's are sprinkles, but not all sprinkles are Jimmy's. Wait, wait, can we quote that? Yeah, that's, <laughs> you get the quote in Lee's episode. What, is, it, what is a Jimmy? I will show you. Well, we had, I think the, we had on the podcast. We can Jimmy, talk about other things, but I will show you the difference between a Jimmy and a Sprinkle. A Jimmy and a, a Sprinkle. Movie. We are passing a Dairy Queen on the way home. We are passing lots of You're passing, we're passing Barclays. That's oh, we are passing like Barclays. Right yeah, Barclays. Actually, we should all go to Barclays. Yeah, we're, we're going to get some. Spr- <laughs> we're going to get rainbow sprinkles. You're going to get stupid Jimmy's. <laughs> yeah, your Jimmy's are dumb. Just get a cup of Jimmy's. I dare, you to, ask, I dare you to ask you for Jimmy's. Well, we'll just they get the, they'll kick they, you out. <laughs> they will give you Jimmy's because these are Jimmy's. This Let me see this. Everyone, we should post. We're going to post a picture of Jimmy's and sprinkles. Can I see? I'm the long one. You have to have a pile. Of oh, so what are sprinkles? No. Are they like yeah? What are smaller? sprinkles? They look. No, that looks sprinkles like sprinkles are to just me. Like By the what? way, for anyone right. around the country, Anyways. it's vanilla, not vanilla. What? I don't care. Van- I don't care. Van- how it's vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla. yeah. Okay. I've been. I lived in the Midwest, and everyone's like super professional about how they say it. Yeah, vanilla. They're, they're, but who, who goes well, around? I had, a, uh, well, I had says, an ongoing argument with Nick from. Uh, oh yeah. You guys want to go on tour? On tour. Tour. tour, I love you, Nick. Tour. By the way, you're great. Tour. tour, tour, and he will argue to the death, and a lot of people will that that's the right way. But no, that would be if it was spelled T U O R. That's not Tour. All the different types of sprinkles. Everyone, you're. Lear- I hope you're learning about sprinkles and Jimmy's and we are every type of thing. <laughs> what the flavors? They're different. I mean, you're wait, you're wait, correct, wait, but wait, I think it's a little pralines. ridiculous. Yeah, I am correct. Who is? They're is all there made like of, a, wait, 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 wait. Is there like a doctor or sprinkles of sugar? So to they me, are I consider them the sugar, same thing. They are all made but they're different types of sugar and how it's, it's made. Oh, I don't like. I personally don't like Jimmy's. That is wrong. I want. I like and that's crunchy why you married a Danny. That's right. Yeah, it's true. It's probably Jimmy's then by your criteria, but I'm still gonna call them sprinkles. That's right, sprinkles. Call them sprinkles. I just wanted to clarify what kind of sprinkles you. So anyway, okay. I'm not the host. Take it back. Sorry. Just hijacked. It was important. So important to enjoy where you're. At. Yeah, it's very yes. important because the thought is I don't I don't necessarily think will we ever do this again, even though that is a reality. Sure. Will we ever do this again? I don't know. Or who will I be with doing this? I don't sure. know. Or where will I be in five years? I don't know. I hate those questions because yeah. I think you got to live through the moment and plan somewhat strategically. But with that said, I could have missed everything. I'm in places that are beautiful and, I, and mm-hmm. don't feel guilty about enjoying that place. But don't feel guilty about missing out if you don't get the chance. Sometimes. You know, but we were on a month and a half, so I did have options. Sure. Right. And um, Seattle was just, I don't know how to describe it. And Amberlynn recorded cities there, and I love Amberlynn. Their music is amazing, um, big influence. And I remember watching the documentary about them making that, and he talked about his love for the city. And I just wanted to find the coffee shop he always talked about. It's not a Starbucks. As uh, as crazy as that sounds, he liked the local coffee place. And I was just like, it's not that I want to copy him. I just, I love that vibe. Did and you I find really, it? No. no. Well, actually, I don't know if you were with us for this part of the trip, but... Um, both Portland and Seattle, like you do not mention Starbucks out there because they're very <clears throat> Seattle. Cause that's where Starbucks is from. Yeah. But they're still really, I guess yuppie would be the word about Uh-oh. their like coffee shops and oh, stuff. No. And like, I get, I guess that's fine. I mean, Starbucks is basically the fast food of it's fast yeah. food of coffee, even though mm-hmm. I, I but like it's everywhere their, in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I it is well, what it is. So we talk about creations and things like that. Like I just wanted to 
to go a little deeper since we have you here. Um, you're, you know, my favorite creation of yours of all the videos that, oh, cool. uh, we watched and all the, mm-hmm. you know, um, the ones that were posted on official Lacey Sturm and some other, you know, videos, my favorite uh, happened during your Nine Inch Nails cover. Something you can never have. You got you, you got a you got a great shot of Nick, you know, playing the drums. There's Nick rocking. He's rocking great. And then you pan over and there's Ben. Oh, <laughs> and he and he is murdering his bass. Can we post that under that one? Like, it's like literally, yeah, we can. like yeah, we can. murdering his. I don't know how I would do it. I'm sure you, but like. And and you caught it like you were the what was what was like well, we how, were both staring at each other while it was happening. It was too. like it was like can, can deep you take intensity. Me? It was like it was like the three hundred. Can, can you take me through like just the moment when you caught it when you panned over and you saw what Ben was doing? Um, you know, like can you take me through that whole um, that whole sequence? Well, it was awesome. Um, well, I'll say um, film everything, even if you think it's pointless. Cause you never know what you find. Cause I forgot about that. And then throughout going and trying to find B roll, I was like, what, what is oh, this? Yeah. And, and it was such a little insignificant part, but it was, <laughs> I mean, it's only five seconds long. Yeah. And I was like, just straight up murder. And nothing face. to do with the show. It was just the moment. It was, yeah. and, and I'm cutting through and I was like, Oh, I gotta try different angles with Nick. And this would be cool to get like this drum angle. Um, <laughs> what is this? This would be cool. And, uh, and then I'm over and then always have your, <laughs> have your camera. When you're good at it, your camera literally naturally goes somewhere, even if your head's looking somewhere else. Um, yeah. And then, because you're always looking like, what's next? Or what can I get? Or should I stay here for a while and just focus on this? And <laughs> I'm looking over and I see like Ben's just getting intense. And thank God intense. I turned the camera. Like that, that, was, that was beyond intense. <laughs> it was like, it's over 9,000 <laughs> from Dragon Ball Z. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we should just edit that to make you look like you have golden flaming hair. <laughs> and <laughs> he was about to do what, so what's when the you power saw of that? that? Uh, Kamehameha. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you saw, and, and you saw it, correct me if I'm wrong, you saw him doing this without the camera at, at like, first. I, I, I felt like something was about to happen. You it was saw like, your eyes oh, yeah. then, spiritually connected. <laughs> so you saw it with your eyes and then you were like, I need to get this. Well, Is when that I saw how? he wasn't doing that. He just looked back and I just saw this intensity. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, and then, then I turned the camera, thank God, and caught that. Yeah. But it, it was, was such a, it was my favorite moment that you captured. <laughs> it was so good. There was, it's my favorite moment you ever captured on, you know, it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, you should call the police because Ben's abusing his base. Right. Yeah. I don't know how many Basically. times Dan and I watched that and we were like crying. <laughs> we were like, oh my gosh, I'm so gladly caught that. It's That's yeah. such funny. an, inno- it's such an innocuous start. Cause like, there you are, like, it's kind of, you know, a little like darker and black. It's in the lights and there's Nick drumming. And then you just pan over and it's like, what is this? <laughs> uh, I will say one funny story from uh, the Shinedown tour when Tom was drumming. Uh-huh. Yeah, we yeah. were at Lafayette, uh, Illinois, I think. Was that when I kicked over his yeah. cymbal? And, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have enough room to put our stuff on. So oh, right. So the drum set was sideways, like mute math, but fully sideways. Right farther out than even my cab. And yeah, stuff like yeah. So. Which is a cool view for the camera because you can see the crowd and yeah. that's an awesome yeah. view. But um. But Ben comes up and he I leaned puts his into leg his, on I, the base. Yeah, I leaned into his kit. Yeah. And as I was walking away, his symbol started falling. And I, off the stage. Yeah. I watched the video and I'm crying. And I was like, see, you never know what you're going to capture. The moments that you don't plan for. Yeah. And you think would never be useful. You're like, wow. 
I didn't that's know hilarious. I yeah. It's a surprise. Yeah. And, those and I had no marks. idea. Like Walker came running over. <laughs> yeah, and I, was like, I, city effect of, yeah. I was down in the pit and I was like, what just happened? What? Because Walker, I was just yeah. sprinting on stage and I was like, what are you doing on stage? <laughs> the Tom symbol just fell over. Yeah. yeah. Tom's face was priceless. He was laughing. Surprisingly, he was laughing. Oh yeah. He's, he was always such a good sport about that type of thing. Because like if my symbol fell off, I'd be like, God, help me with my humanity well, right now. You crawled into his drum set at at, at Uprise <laughs> Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah I did. Like you were like, you were like on it. You were sitting on his throne with him, essentially. Almost yeah, like yeah, you, but you like crawled in from the front end. That yep. was amazing. Yeah. And there's photos from that that they're out there too. There are. Um, so oh, you, you quite catch a few. you catch Ben. Um, you know, you see it. You film that. Then what's going through your head when you get it? You get you get that. You know, you, you, I think you, that's the fun part of it because like you, you don't, you just nailed it. it. Like you just got it. Yeah. But I didn't know what I got until yeah, I saw yeah, it until actually saw on the computer. And I think that's the fun part because it is adventurous. There's so much you record that you forget what you recorded in some things. You remember the planned things, right? But you don't remember. And then you go through and it's like, that's the joy. I think that's why I do it. Cause you're like, I love this. I love this. Yeah. This is awesome. I can't believe that's <laughs> what happened. Like this video, I just got to watch. If you can make Ben proud of something, like a person, <laughs> a person proud of something about themselves yeah. that you have to watch it so many times, like then you know other people are going to enjoy it because you made someone right. very happy about themselves. There's people who, do, who don't know how, anything about video. And yet when they see a video of themselves, whether it's professional or not, they love it. But especially if it's a good video, not good in the standards of what looks professional, but good like you caught something. Right. Yeah. And it's really cool. And you... It's like countries where people don't really have this technology mm-hmm. and you show them it and they see the video and they're like, that's amazing. Like it is a privilege. Yeah. In America, yeah. we have so much mm-hmm. and it is amazing. So we can complain about costs, but really what we have, why does it matter? Even though you have to be yeah. wise about how you're going to get it. Yeah. So uh, that's a side note, but like, it's fun. It's fun to be able to do this. Like Josh said, I think Josh said, remember while we're on tour, if you're not having fun, it's not worth it. Yeah. And I know that sounds immature, right. but that's true. That's He's not immature. Right. Sure. It's it's so true in the sense He's of right. like I mean, if you're gonna <laughs> What if you if it's what not if you fun, gonna like hate your life? Yeah. 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 I right. mean if it's if it's if you're gonna hate your life, there's so many other things you could do that make a lot of money and still hate your life. Yeah. yeah. So why not why not do it? Yeah. So. Like don't even you know, and I say that too. Um, you know, I, I see that in, in my profession, you know, in different press boxes and things that, that I see uh, different, you know, work colleagues who are unhappy, very yeah. unhappy and, um, you know, old crotchety sports reporters or whatever, you know, just very yeah. unhappy. Um, and I always look at that and I see those people and I always say, if I ever get like that, I want out. Period, yeah. point blank. Like, yeah. I don't want to do it anymore if I ever get like that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I haven't reached that point yet, but um, yeah, if I ever do, I don't want to do it anymore. And, and with that said, I mean, you got to discern and know the difference between, well, some days are just hard days. Sure, yeah. But also, happens. if it's something you know you consistently hate. Yeah, right. Sometimes, sometimes you change what we like. Yeah. And it's okay to switch a career if you if you want to take that risk or have the possibility of like, oh, this is a safe way to do it. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's all different for everyone's life. Just always think, though. Mm-hmm. And I would say always pray. But <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, yeah, sure. Um, uh, so I don't. I don't know, but I had two thoughts in my mind because talking about professionalism, sure. I want to tell photographers or videographers who do live uh, concerts, it's it's different depending on the venue and it's different depending on the team. Sure. But I will say, you'll know your team whenever you get hired and know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get hired, I can't tell you how to get a break in it. I mean, I told you my story. Anything can happen. I mean, so I'm going to say a few things. And what I want to say is um, research. If you want to just start even doing things for free and like, you don't have to go anywhere. You could like, if you live by a city or there's a venue somewhere, 
get look at schedules, get a hold, email, like find out the managers or who they're signed to and try to find the right people, email and be like, Hey, I'm just, uh, I'm a photographer. I don't know, word it however you feel is right. And, uh, I just would love to do, uh, some video for you or some photography, um, reach out, um, yeah. at least at the beginning. And then if your work starts getting noticed, you can talk about pricing or people may know you and sometimes you get turned down and don't take it personal. I mean, it wasn't a personal thing in the yeah. first place. Often, oftentimes that free work. And I mean, I even talked to Billy Decker mm. about this in Nashville whenever I was on tour. And for you, for those of you that don't know him, he's the number one mixing uh, engineer for country music in the world. Yeah. And he said, I still do free work all the time. But but it's not people. just, it's not just that. I mean, like say, <laughs> say you don't have an in and you're starting at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and, and you, and I would highly recommend to look at every single venue in your city. Yeah. Um, every single band, uh, reach out to everybody, everybody that you can. And, and, and I have no issue with doing free work because what's the alternative? You're doing free work. You're doing none of it at all. If you do the free work, you, you know, you have clips of, you know, Lacey Sturm comes to town and you have a, you know, clips of shots of, you know, Lacey Sturm or whoever, whatever band that yeah. comes through and don't be particular about bands. Do all of them. I'll do every band. Yeah. Don't, and don't just yeah. do rock, do every yeah. genre, Even do ballets. Right. Yeah. Like just do every genre and don't everything. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. YouTube's it's a wonderful place. You depends might get on where they're, <laughs> you might, well, if it goes viral. Um, but no, um, yeah, do do everything free because if you don't do it for free, then you aren't doing it, and then you're worrying about getting into the business where that person who is doing work for free um, might have that leg up, and he yeah. might have that leg up to getting right. Well, I mean, if you have <laughs> if you have any free time, sure, sure, you might as well be doing free work. Like, yeah. I, I think it's only at the point whenever, like, if your schedule is that booked, yeah, that you have to start deciding. Then maybe at that point, maybe charge or a little yeah. bit, yeah, right. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's if you have sure. the ability that you're like, I'm actually pretty good. I know people are going to like this. Yeah. Like, you know, you can give them what, what they think. Because whenever Photos I went into it, I literally, yeah. this was before Josh hired me on full time. This is between, but the, the time of both tours, like between it. Yeah. And, and I, Josh said, just, you know, email people. He's like, people do that all the time for us. Like they, they ask and I was like, okay, yeah. And, uh, so I started doing it for bands coming through, even ones I didn't know. And I started listening to music beforehand just to get an idea. And, um, some of them were cool. Some of them weren't, but some of them were cool. <laughs> and, um, and I got pictures and I had some mistakes I did and I had to edit and only got a few, but the people loved it. And I started getting an Instagram more and they started posting it. These people from all these other cities yeah. started following me. And I was like, Instagram's amazing. It's a great networking. Yeah. Thing. It's great for networking. And people are following me still like seeing these from like months ago, years ago. Yeah. And like, I'm going to follow them. And then I follow some of them to keep in touch. And then, obviously meeting people in real life and like Ben doing uh nail the mix. He's yeah. met some of these. That's how he met these people. Yeah. And that would have never happened if he didn't do I something met, that was uh, educational to I him. I met anyway. my friend Jorgen in Norway because of that yeah. networking well, through just, Facebook. Not just that, oh, but and, I mean, um, Billy Decker and, and yeah, Billy. Yeah. Decker. But I think not just that, like you, um, you had nothing Maybe. going on one night and, and you found out that they were meeting, uh, two hours away. Oh, that's you, true. And, and you were like, yeah. yeah. And you were uh -huh. like, you know what? I'm going to take that. But you took that initiative to go and drive. Mm. Cause you didn't have anything. You were like, okay, I can do this. This is possible. Let's go. Yeah. And yeah. you're so connected to that community where, and, and that's what, you know, and, and, 
like you did that, but I'm just saying for people to take those chances and to say, well, Hey, this is possible. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go connect with this person or that person. And you know, you're, you're already plugged into that community, but at the same time you're like, Hey, I'm going to drive two hours to meet up with these people and create those personal relationships and, and that face-to-face interaction that people might not get uh, over the computer or over the, you know, um, do that. It's different in so many different ways, but like the thing with that said, um, you know, just take a risk. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Well, I wasted some time. Sure. If, if it's even a waste. You're right. Yeah. There's no- You're already wasting enough time watching Netflix anyway. So yeah, yeah right. as well. Stop watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Watch Netflix tomorrow. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, so, and the only other two notes I'd have, like for uh, beginning photographers, a few shows, yeah. videos, Um, when we said that three song thing, I'm going to explain that like they said they get the first three songs. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a rule at, if not every venue, it should be all, but sure. it may not be some- but there's a rule that if you're a photographer and you have the past, at least go and do photography or video, you, um, you're, you get three songs and then the security tells you to get out of the pit. Well, you get the first three songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they throw you, uh, they throw you back through yeah. the crowd. No. And, uh, so that's one <laughs> rule. Surf. Be aware of that. No matter what time you go in, if it's the beginning or you get permission to do it later. Sure. Um, obviously with Lacey, I could be there the whole time and I had to show my past sometimes to people, but, but um, also be aware of what's around you. I think it naturally happens that you get better with walking around other photographers and that. And also nil and duck if you have to at times because you don't want to get in the way of another photographer. Usually people are cordial with each other, but you got to be careful. And then also the fans paid money to be up front. Yeah. So make sure you're not constantly in front of them and like, oh God, this guy's here the whole time. Like, I know I want to do my job and it's a little bit annoying, but you really have to be considerate of other people. Right. Yeah, like, sure. I wouldn't want to totally. be in a place and like this... Who's this photographer? this photographer here? I'm like, come on. I paid $400 for this ticket. Right. Get out of my way. That's right. <laughs> Quit. Um, but then that photographer is like, well, I'm with the band. You know I mean? I'm like, I, I don't go, care. Yeah, right. Exactly. You totally. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say that to you like that. I was saying right. that to him. You were saying say. that to the person. I mean, it's, the also, person honestly, it, it's also annoying for the band too. Like not, not personally talking about you at all, Lee, but mm. I've played other venues before where they have... I think it's obvious that I those people, I yeah, this. I think it's obvious that these people have not done like concert yeah. photography, so they're not used to it. And like they're on stage, you they're know. <laughs> on stage, and like they're in, they're in the way, sure. and like right up in your face, yeah. And it's distracting <laughs> because we're we're very mobile yeah. whenever we. Mm-hmm whenever we're performing. So it really <laughs> takes me, it takes me out of the moment. It's yeah. like, well, I don't want to wreck this guy's camera, but he sure. keeps like getting in my way. So yeah. please don't do that. And like, it's okay. Like everybody's, everybody's learning. So I think you're going to make more of those mistakes at the beginning, yeah. but and that stuff happens. But yeah. I, I think if you're sacrificing, like if you're, if you're trying to get the perfect shot, but getting in the artist way, yeah. that's not going to go very well yeah. for you. Yeah. And, um, also, don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, yeah. Even if you're fully hired by a band, you're talking <coughs> with other bands and they're people, whether yeah. they're nice or mean or whatever. And they have bad days and they could be amazing people, but you think they're mean because they had a bad day. <laughs> but ask, because some have security, ask, be like, is it okay if I film? Just, I don't know why you'd be filming them, but you never know. Like there might yeah, be a good right. reason. Or is it okay to do this? Like questions are good. Even about remembering names, like we said, it's okay to ask right away yeah. their name again. Oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't hear that. What is your name? Yeah. Like, don't be questions are good. And then the last thing, this is personal. Um, I'm a drummer. Yeah. So like the first tour, I'd get a lot of cool musician shots because I'm a musician and I love it. Yeah. And Josh is like, where's Lazy? 
And really, she's the face of the of this. She's yeah. the face. It's not that she's well, called Lacey Stern, but she is the face. Term, right? She is the <laughs> face. And so I started focusing, what am I going to balance out? I know I need live view of the band and other stuff and some shots without Lacey in it. But I also know I need some really, each show, I was like, I know I have a checklist. I need a handful of good shots. Of video shots be number one. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, go right. around. And yeah, some yeah. shots can consist of two members. Like, it could sure, be anything. Sure. But right. I need something to show. Yeah. You know, and so that's really important because naturally that, that's what's good about perspective. You have perspective. You see things from a certain it's not bias always like you see something from a certain view and you're going to naturally do that. And that might be something that you do want to build into. But you also have to learn these other parts. So, you yeah. can know when and how. Well, I'll tell you a pet peeve of mine when I'm watching as not as. Yeah. As just a observer is and I, I'm thinking more of music videos, I guess. Uh, or yeah, I guess yeah. even live video. But. Whenever you have a band where I notice this, especially with guitar solos uh-huh. and, and I guess sometimes it can happen with like cool bass parts, but mostly with guitar solos where they're, they're showing the vocalist and he's oh, not no. even singing and there's a You're cool right. guitar solo You're going right. on. Yeah. And I'm like, Spot I want to see the guitar Cut solo. Cut the camera too, please. Please, oh, please, totally. yeah. please, please. Please watch this. Oh yeah, and totally. That, that's, that's just terrible. Right. Like it's one thing I can totally see if the singer's doing something you're spot I think on. It's, it's okay to like show the singer, even if there is a cool guitar solo. But show like, me the whole solo. Whenever the, the piece right. of action moves, like you need to move the camera shot with that. Yeah. Oh, that's just the worst thing ever is whenever the camera stays on some a member that's not doing anything, 100%. like drinking water, and like I'm like, there's something cool happening over here, and I want to oh, see yeah. this so bad. And that's why it's good to talk about this stuff, even as the f- the videographer or whatever you do. Like you're like, how can I be better? Or ask. Hey, what, what would you like? Even if you think it's wrong, at least try it. I mean, yeah. there's always time, time well spent, whether you wasted some of it, it's still well spent. Yeah. I guess would you, would you call that, um, that's an interesting perspective. You know, we're talking specifically about music photography, but that's in a way using your, using your ears while you're recording. Yeah. Is that difficult to do? Because you nailed I'm a lot of Josh's can, solos. Yeah, you know, yeah. But you are a musician, so uh, I'm, right. So you I'm pick up on that. As as yeah. a videographer, do you think it's easy to kind of get lost in the f- the photograph moment where like, oh, this shot's cool, but also like keeping in mind like like audibly what's happening around you too is like a cue to to what's happening. And I guess you did that with the shot that we were talking about where you pan from Nick to me. It was awesome. Like you had mean, your ears on. Do you mean audibly like I'm listening if something different's happening tonight? Yeah, that's, like that's with your body and not your instrument? Well, I'm saying moving? that like... Because I can't hear, I can't hear your movements. <laughs> so loud. Well, no, but like music instrumentally what's happening. Oh, so like in general, yeah. Yeah, like you're filming. I'm just saying for other people in general because maybe not everybody that's listening or wants to be a photographer is a musician. Yeah. So if you're, I think if you're specifically doing concert photography or working for a musician, you not only have to be focused on, oh, I'm hired to be the photographer. Like you can help cue yourself in if you're using your ears as well, because you're like, oh, guitar solo is happening. Sure. Boom. Instead of like, wow, this is such a great, perfect Um, shot. And this guitar solo is going on. Yeah. You're not at a disadvantage if you're, if you're not a musician and you're doing it because you bring a perspective that's going to be something that I could never imagine. That's true. But with that said, always like be open. Like I have to be open to things that I'm not strong in that I'm not aware of right now even. But like there's things like, like for example, on tour, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Kyle McLean. Hey, Kyle. I love you, buddy. You're awesome. Well, and, and, uh, at the beginning, like, um, he was doing some things and like, 
I got so lost in what I was doing. I was like, well, that's cool what he's doing, but I like what I do. By the way, Kyle was the um, production manager slash videographer for Righteous Vendetta. Yeah. And yeah. um, and I'm so happy we became like friends. And, and um, you know, he, he had great information. He would start talking to me about technique and things or what he does. And he's really smart. He's really smart about it. He's really, um, he experiments with how to get like certain looks and views mm-hmm. with uh, the videos and how to film some, some things. And I learned from him, but he was so humble that he learned from me and, um, and I That's wasn't cool. always humble and God helped me with that. And, uh, and knowing that you, you can't, yeah, it's a competitive field, but that's not the point. You actually have a lot more resources with people than you do competition, depending on the people, honestly. You're right. And, yeah. um, and that's really important because you always grow, but Kyle, um, did some things. He put some videos, even of Lacey in that up that I, I stopped and thought of it whenever I actually cleared my mind and, I was like, I never did what he did. And that's really cool what he did. And he would just start telling me how he does things. Not yeah. worried like, hey, he's going to copy that. But like he's, he's just, helping he's just you hungry out. for knowledge yeah. and stuff. And I am too. And uh, and we love the art. We love just doing it. And mm-hmm. uh, even if we're getting paid for it or not, we love doing it. So like him and I became friends, but I've learned from him. I I mean, I, I'm glad that he, I hope he hears this. But like I am, I'm glad that I could be allowed in my mind to be in a place that I can actually learn from them because sometimes it's easy to be upset about things being like, well, I, I didn't get that or I could have done that. Sure. But why does it doesn't matter? Like you can do that next time, mm-hmm. you know, like um, he's really good and he has a talent and he has an eye for something. I don't, you got to really appreciate other artists or else you're going to just hate your job. And yeah. People and um, especially if it's always competitive. Yeah. Competitive and, field. And I'm not competitive. I like competition, like fun competition, but I'm not competitive. I mean, I want a promised job, but I'm not competitive. I'm the least competitive person best. here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we watch sports and it's That's competitive, right. but we, we love it, but I don't think we watch it because we're just like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, I want Washington to lose really bad. So hey, I don't want us to lose. I mean, that is about competition. Even though that might not but happen. But I think the guys play it. Even though there's competition, I think they play it because they love the sport. You play they just to love win the game. the game. I mean, if you're doing yeah. it for money, okay, I'll say this. Money, be smart, be a businessman, be money-minded in, in ways. But if you're doing it for money and that's your life goal, even though money's important, if that's your life goal, then you're just, if you're in the creative industry, you're not going to do well. Like, you make something, make money, but you're just going to, we do it because we want then something you're a to record mean label. something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. We do it because we want to mean something. And we can't be dumb with money, but we also know that if we were thinking of money, we wouldn't be in these careers. Even if we ended sure. up making really amazing money, we you would not it. be doing this. You got right. that right. <laughs> like, right. Honestly, why should, why it logically makes no sense. If you got a job that paid you $10,000 a week, which would be ridiculous. First pretty off, awesome. Um, why would you take a job that pays you 400 a week? He'd be yeah. in the NFL. Um, if you got a job. I mean, I'm not saying there's seasons that you don't take a better paying job, but, but well, I mean, come on, you know, well, I think we're all thinking, I guess to sum this up, uh, you know, my happiness has a lot more to do with like the quality of life than it does just the money that you make. And I think that all of us in the, in the room <laughs> have made the decision to, <laughs> <laughs> kind of go along, kind of go along in fields that 
that suit our temperament or our personalities and the things that we love to do Amen. more so than <laughs> more so than just trying to find a job that's going to make us the most money that we're necessarily skilled at. That is accurate. Yeah. I mean, we so, hope to make good most, money. I'm right. The most accurate thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know, I, I know from experience of being in a field where I was making more money, but not happy. So yeah. you have to weigh and compare those, those trade-offs and, and I think it's healthy to do a whole bunch of different things uh, just so that you have that perspective. But yeah, Lee, this has been a lot of fun. I, I definitely want to end with a couple fun questions for you. I know yeah, Amanda, did, Amanda did, had we one. We definitely have one yeah. more uh, big one. So I want to know, probably like it's like a multi-part question. Multi-part we question. Talking earlier. Um, so which venue gave you the most creative space? Because I know like... When we saw the show we saw in Ohio, you were stuck in that little corner with us. So I want to know, you know, like which venue you like the best creatively and also your favorite ones just to be at. And I guess to give you perspective, we were at the show in Columbus and we were right behind Lee, but we were off to the side stage Mm -hmm. and Lee was, and, and, and the way that venue was like, he couldn't be up front in a pit. There was, yeah, Yeah. right. There was no pit. It was just the office. So Lee was like literally on the side. So it was like really hard to see, but we were to the point where we were like, you know, Lee, you got to do your job. You know, Lee was yeah. like trying to help. I was trying to stay out of his yeah. way. And I also and we was like, his way because he had, way. yeah, because, <laughs> but like, we were like, Lee, you have a job to do. So you, you know, you yeah, have you first priority. Right. Sure. Um, but yeah, to go back to your question, I, I, I just wanted to kind of set some yeah, perspective no, that's good. That's because, because talking over the wife, of course. Always. I'm joking. So answer the first one creatively. Which one did you like the best? Um, I mean, there may be another one, but honestly, I like more than one. Well, I mean, for creativity one. alone, yeah. <laughs> I can't think which one necessarily made me so much more about edit, excited about editing. But I will say there was one that I got some shots that I think in turn were excited sure. about editing, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be Canton Hall, which is in Dallas, I believe. Yeah, that was my favorite venue to play as well. Yeah, we sold it out, by the way. <clears throat> oh, did we? Yeah, I knew we were well, close. I mean, literally. I mean, okay. I'm not going to say what, but I, I, it was like, right. never mind. But cut, the, cut number? the number was ridiculous and it was so full. Like I had an annoying time knowing that there wasn't, well, I didn't know there was a back door. Everyone told me I had to go through the crowd and I'm just like, Oh, you didn't know there was multiple a times. No, I didn't know. Oh, oh sorry. Lee. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it was a long room. It was a hall, literally a hall. Like yeah. what the word hall means. Um, and someone told me there's a balcony in the back. I went up back through the crowd is an off people and uh, <laughs> i wanted to like coyote ugly on the bar not literally dance like that but walk across it so i could get to the back it yeah. was a long bar on the side and i made it up to the balcony and the crowd just looked amazing like it was like a sea of people and and you, i did this cool angle that you angle it down and the stage is at the top of like the image but you're not really focused on the stage and the light just got bright and you see like everyone's head like I was like, that is awesome. And I have that footage. I'm so, I, did. I think, I think that venue held like close to a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh. Yeah. It was, I mean, cool. this is Texas, yeah. Texas, even That's for a awesome. small venue is big. Yeah. And, um, and it was just, it was just really, it was kind of magical. And I actually ended up liking Dallas a lot. Like I never thought I'd like Texas, nothing against Texas. I Dallas just, is a great city. I just thought I wouldn't because I've never been there and that was cool. And, um, so that was probably for the most creative there was something else I wanted to say about that. What was your second part remember. there? Favorite. 
the favorite, fa- yeah. creative and favorite. Uh, is was there another part to the question too, I or have, was it just creative and favorite? I don't remember. I have oh. for multiple. Like I'll just read. Ago. I have three more, but for multiple reasons. Like sure, um, Machine Shop, which is in Flint, Michigan. Yeah, don't drink the water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it is a very good place for the community. I feel it is something that gives yeah. back to the community, even though they're a business. Um, and I think it's more so for bands, even though it's a great venue, great sound, great atmosphere for like the rock and roll scene. Even though they get every genre. Um, the owner, I don't know his name, but he treats everyone amazing since they've opened it, what, in the 90s? I, I, think? I don't know how long they've been around. I don't think quite that long. Okay. I want to well, say like 10, 12 years. Even for 10 or 12 years, they have a reputation and it's not, it, it makes you feel like they've been around forever because yeah. they buy the band's food. They treat them amazing. They record the music for you. Not, yeah. not as a, like, hey, pay me and I'll do this. Just for fun to have you yeah. have it. And they have their own house photographer who... Oh, he's great. He's amazing. I follow Minty. him. Min- what, what is his Instagram? I want you Minty to Minty Fly Picks, I think. Minty, so. Minty, like as in mint, but Minty is so a Y at the end. Yeah. Minty Fly, F-L-Y Picks. I believe that's what it follow is. Follow him. The guy gets amazing shots. Yeah. And we got like, as a band, we get like 50, 80% off merch, like on some things. Oh yeah. I spent $80. That should have been like $200. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was I great. was like, I'm machine shop boy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, you have a machine shop shirt. You have a couple I have a, machine I have a shop bunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, so um, I'll say Tower Theater in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Because it was an old place that was literally dying and it was from the 1920s and it was literally abandoned in like a hole in the ceiling, like an old movie theater. They took out all the chairs, they fixed it up and they made it into a venue and it is beautiful. And they still show random movies on the upper balcony oh, they? with a screen coming down. And the the people there were great. They were really respectful. Uh the house manager, I think I met. I forget his name, but the they had a, a, a studio next to it, connected the building with a cool walkway. It literally felt like you were in the 1930s. That's cool. It, yeah, they it kept was the like, old style of things there. Yeah, it was amazing. amazing. And it was a cool town. There was like, I didn't get to go too far, but there was a great restaurant across the road. Like, you got to enjoy things when you're out. Like, yeah. even if it's like 30 minutes, you're like, I'm going to go there and just not think about what's next. And um, Nashville, we played at Top Golf, the which one I was I waiting for. Uh, yeah. it was. <laughs> and it's like this driving range but it's a this one was three story i heard there's a four story one somewhere and it was like high class like you don't need a crazy amount of money to play there but you need some money but it was like they have a bar a restaurant waiters and each area had like tvs that had cool news on it like like sports news and that and you look out it's a long driving range with huge like holes with different sections in each hole and it has a computer screen that actually tracks. It must have a tracker in the ball or something where you hit and what points you get. And it's about, and this points go up, not like golf where it goes down. Uh-huh. And I sucked at the beginning and Josh Sturm actually showed me technique and I couldn't do it. And then I started doing it and like I went in to film the show. And then afterwards, like we had, we had free golf by the way, because we were the band VIP, which probably cost thousands of dollars for how much I played and the food <laughs> and that. And it was free. Yeah. And I literally Lee hit thousands of golf balls. <laughs> I know. I played four hours or more throughout the day. Oh my gosh. And I was so sore the next three days. And I was like, I think I like driving. I think I like golf in a sense. Yeah. And I have, you know, some video on my Instagram of that. I but. hit two balls. <laughs> <laughs> the food was amazing too, by the way. But it was amazing and I had fun. And Josh even said to me later, he's like, you know, your schedule is way different. You don't always feel like it. Sometimes it feels like we're not all hanging out. Like, yeah. As if like you're alone and, um, you know, I know he appreciates what I, what I do and what I could have been better at doing, but he's, he really appreciates it. And, um, and Lacey does too. And, and I've gotten better since I got home and working even more and better, but like, 
Josh said I looked relieved and I actually enjoyed it. And he's like, I think that's the most fun you've had on tour. And that's funny because it was at a place and not not necessarily the fact of traveling. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and there came a point that I was ready to come home just for a time. You know what I mean? Like you love what you do, but you also realize you love home. That was about the Come max on. for me as well. You get being homesick. Yeah. yeah, being out for six weeks. How'd yeah. you How'd you like? Uh, you know your days in LA. I know you guys had a lot of time. So there. I didn't get to do as much as everyone else, but then okay. I love Nick. Like him and I became even better friends on this tour. Nick Croder, everyone. Yeah, um, episode thirty one. Yep, he was on yep. the show. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. He seems the like he's one with fashion. Yeah, we went to the he Grove. Does, yeah, he has great fashion. Yeah, actually. yeah. We went to the Grove, which is like, it's like it looks like a millionaire mall. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, things are really expensive, and then there's some reasonably priced things. But I was walking by, and I'm like, they even have a trolley going down the street. It looks like a little village. This is amazing. <laughs> like, there is amazing things like that. Even if your mind's not focused on money, like, you like things still. Yeah. It yeah. was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was amazing. And the food and everything. And you could see the city, both parts of L.A. Like, it's spread out. And there was cool it's city parts. huge and, city. And we got to do that. And then I just got to say, it was this was probably the best part of the whole best part of the whole tour for me in the sense of anything dealing with me personally on not work related, just yeah, yeah. being there. And um, Nick and I, and then we met up with Josh, but Nick and I drove separate. I mean, we drove together. You drove, separate you drove in LA. We drove down, I think it's highway one that down to Malibu. Terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> which uh, actually traffic wasn't as bad as it usually is. Okay. Yeah. That's what I hear. And we drove down. It took about like half an hour or more because traffic that that day was bad because that's rush hour and we were on the beach. People were going to the beach, but we drove down and you look miles and you see the ocean. Nothing past it, just the ocean. And you look down and you see the shore and hills going out, but it's hazy. So as you keep going, it just continues and you see it more and more. But it's uh, it's cool. It's like a video game where the background you never get to. Oh yeah, but it's there and it looks amazing. And and then we finally keep going down. It was literally like heaven. It was amazing. Uh, we get to Malibu Beach and we got great drone footage and video and that. And it was the first time being in a whole different ocean for me. Yeah. I've never, it was like literally a God experience. West Coast ocean. And uh, it was, it was night. It was sunsetting. Looked beautiful along the beach with rocks going out and like arches of rocks and in the distance and tide coming in and out or what, I mean, water coming, waves coming in and out and uh, sunsetting and I'm going out in the water and it's going to be cold. Everyone says that, but I was like, I don't care. I'm Who never cares? here. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to freeze my body. <laughs> I don't care. And uh little arrow and little Joshua was yeah. there and Nick and big Josh. And, um, yeah. but anyway, we were walking back and the beautiful color sunset is happening in the distance. Yeah. You see the ocean and you just only hear the ocean. You can't hear anything else. And before we go up this cool walkway, cause it was a cliff almost to get back up to where the land was. There's this girl and one of her friends, photography photographing and taking pictures photographing (laughs) and she had a hula hoop with fire oh oh wow and i went up and i was like can i film and they were like yeah and i need the draw i went to the other side of them so i could look (laughs) and the sunset was behind her and i got some of the most like huh you will be surprised what god will allow you to film like what that you, you didn't go there you're like this is here yeah. Like you didn't go there knowing that. And sure. that is one of my favorite things I filmed too. And it was by accident. Yeah. It was yeah. just chance. Hmm. And it was like, I felt so relaxed after that. I felt like that was like a heavenly moment. Dude. Thank you for being on the show for yeah. the second week in Not a row. Not just one, but two weeks. This has been yeah, great thank you. having you. Yeah, thank you for sharing awesome. all the wisdom that you learned from tour. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening and thank you for having me guys. Oh, anytime. Yeah. And uh, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> lady. 
And we thank you, listener, for listening. Uh, and we hope that we've encouraged you to dream wild. So please go out there and take what you've learned and go kill it this week. Yeah. Yeah.